Welcome to What the Fox, the Cunning Plan Marketing Podcast. Uh, every couple of weeks, we run you through uh, an exciting development in the world of marketing. It could be uh, some uh, a controversial hot topic. It could be uh, a new development or something that we're particularly interested in at the moment, something we want to share with you. Uh, and today is no different. I'm here today with Miles. Hello. Miles is wearing a shirt. He's on- he doesn't wear a shirt very often apart from, I, don't, I think, actually only for podcasts. This is the podcast shirt. Podcast shirt. It's a nice shirt. Thank you. Is it, what's it made of? It looks quite, uh, it looks oh, quite woolly. Like bearskin, I think. <laughs> Genuine green bearskin. <laughs> nice. That's lovely. Very nice. Very nice. Well, today, uh, Miles in his shirt is going to talk about Adobe XD. So, Miles, you've, uh, you've read this blog. You've um, you watched the Adobe Max conference just last week. Um, and you're making some pretty bold claims. Adobe XD is going to be bigger than Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Shoot. So said uh, Scott Belkin, or Belsky, my apologies, who is the Adobe Creative Cloud uh, software. He runs the Adobe Creative Cloud, basically, and he's claimed that Photoshop will be bigger than XD, which is a That's a pretty, yeah. like, that is a pretty bold claim, isn't it, to go out and make that statement? It's like we said in the office, like, stop everyone, stop sorry, I'm, I'm freezing. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's nana knows what Photoshop is, so. Yeah, that's like, for, to Photoshop something is to retouch something. Yeah. It's a Kleenex, it's a Hoover, it's one of those words, isn't it? When yeah, you yeah. talk about retouching something, you say, I'm going to Photoshop it, mm-hmm. whether you're using Photoshop for it or not. It's true. So to make that, that is absolutely bonkers. To make that that claim, so this must be pretty big. What, so, first of all, Adobe X, uh, sorry, Adobe Max. What was that all about? Uh, so once a year, Adobe throw a massive party for uh, designers and creatives, and sort of just to showcase their developments, what they've got coming up in the future. And um, I think it's just really a big bash that they throw just to uh, get, I don't know, let your hair down a little bit. But they like to show off the like the updates they've brought to the software. And this year there was some amazing updates. But they also like to show the projects that they've got coming up and stuff like that. So what sort of things have we got? Um, we're going to talk a bit about XD in a minute, but what yeah. else is there um, that they're working on or that's coming out soon? So the two, the two major things that are coming in the future, 2019, sorry, the three major things coming out in 2019 is... Uh, Photoshop for mobile and that's not like a watered down version of Photoshop that is actual Photoshop on the mobile and they showed us on uh, when they did the demonstration they had loads of new gestures for the like gestures that make working on the mobile a lot easier and this thing can hold like millions of layers and all, basically all all the stuff that Photoshop can do on desktop you can now do it on the mobile that's gonna be, like on a tablet you know with the pen especially with like the Apple Pencil or something like that that yeah. is going to be pretty special isn't it and I mean it's been going on the cloud they've been want Adobe have been wanting you to work on the cloud a lot more and basically keep everything on the cloud but with this new uh, Photoshop on, on mobile then everything it updates automatically to your desktop and all that sort of stuff so it's incredible the the amount of work that they've gone into doing that I think yeah. and that, that's also rolled out onto like um, you've got the uh, Spark which is their social media content creator you've also got their uh, pre- uh, Premiere Rush which is their uh, video editing software for mobile which is exactly the same Premiere but on, on mobile so you feel like that they just want you to be able to create whatever you need to create whenever you can yeah I mean the, the, the syncing stuff they've got is just you know Apple have got a pretty good handle on how that all that kind of you know cross device syncing stuff works but that you know, that ability to you know, you sketch something out on your tablet and then just ping straight, you know, 
sync it straight up to Illustrator mm. is just you know it's second to none. So the idea of them taking that even further with Photoshop and things like that is just pretty exciting. Yeah, and they have like the libraries will be introduced so you can access something that you've created, vice versa, you can access something that you've created on your desktop wherever you are in the world. If that's like a massive video file, you think of like if it's like a four gig video file, how can but somehow they do it? It's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's all up in, up in space, floating uh, around us. But they also introduced uh, Project Aero, which is their augmented reality uh, software. There wasn't much shown about that but um, they've been working closely with Adidas um, to create and in the demonstration they showed how that they could like make trainers explode on the iPad and she, oh, it's amazing really cool it just tells the story in a different way a bit more animation um, and the other one was a really cool one as well called uh, Project Gemini which is Adobe's um, answer to like drawing and painting apps okay but the amazing thing about this was that uh, on the demonstration that they showed us they used an oil paint and the more you str like the more you went over the same spot like the oil paint would build up and they used a water brush paint and you could actually paint the water then drop the ink on and it would like real life like spread across the paper nice. it's like amazing and then they dropped the bomb that all this sort of all the brushes and all this sort of stuff uh, was rasterized but also vector so you could then bring the obviously like bringing Photoshop files into Illustrator has been difficult because it's built out of pixels where as opposed to the pikers but then now they're both rasterized and vector at the same time so it's like amazing yeah incredible a lot a lot of words in that last sentence <laughs> quite a few of them I didn't completely understand but um, if you're a designer this is exciting stuff oh yeah really exciting like I've been proper nerding out when I've been listening to it in the office like Looking around, like, do you not know what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you care about this? You can rasterize a layer of ink. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's wrong with us? We don't know. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, really exciting. Well, it is. Yeah, it is exciting stuff. In there. You know, there's a lot, an awful lot we can do that. But a lot of those things had the word project at the start of them, which makes me feel like they are a little way away from being available um, and part of the the general creative cloud. Yeah, the uh, Aero and Gemini look like they are the back end of 2019, I think. Okay. The uh, the Photoshop for mobile, mobile is in the next, like the early part of 2019, so. Okay, but if I wanted something now, what should I be interested in right now? Right now, today, Miles, I want something, something perhaps I haven't been spending enough time, I haven't given enough attention to in the past. Yeah, I think, I think we've all been, all designers have been a little bit guilty of this, like we've sort of overlooked Adobe's XD. Uh, but from the Max conference, it, they seem to put uh, a lot of uh, effort into. Well, the updates are amazing. We'll go. We'll go through the updates. Shortly. So Adobe XD, I feel like this is you know, and we we did a blog about this a little while ago. That this is one of those apps that you've got your you know when you're a designer or when you're a creative or whatever you you've got your Photoshop, you've got Illustrator, you've got InDesign. Mm -hmm. You go to you might be using Bridge, you might be using some of the others, Lightroom or whatever else. You've yeah. got a lot of photography. But you have your go-to apps, and you don't really like scroll down that far if you're using Creative Cloud. You don't really mm. go down to those lesser-used apps and things like that. And I, you know, I've seen XD down the bottom of there, and I think that a lot of people have been sleeping on this and haven't really been focusing on that. And we've, you know, we, we've been guilty of designing um, websites and designing apps and things like that in InDesign or in Photoshop or things like that. But when you start digging into what this platform can do, mm. it's kind of bonkers that we're not you know that, that everyone isn't using this more yeah I think it's it I think as with everything Adobe sort of set the pace in the creative industry and they they are pushing this XD to be the next big thing you can 
the problem with it was that people were designing in, like you said, in Illustrator in Photoshop and then having to copy and paste single elements into into XD and it was a bit of a clunky way around of designing things. So XD, just to, just to summarise it quickly, that is ultimately it's user experience design, that's what that's for, it's for, you know, like you say UX is user experience, XD is experience design. Experience design, yeah. So it's about creating you know, you're not designing in XD, you're designing elements and icons and graphics and colours and everything like that somewhere else, and you're bringing those into there to look at how it's all going to work together and how it's going to move and, and everything like that. Like initially, I think it was brought out as a, a prototyping tool, so something that could easily be synced to your phone um, and you could go to a client, you could design a website, go to a client and say, look, this is how it looks on your phone, responsive, this is how it looks on your iPad. And so it was a, it was a quick way around animating that sort of stuff okay. uh, and getting it to be functional to, to show a client and ideally get it signed off. Um, but like I said, it was super clunky. You couldn't do much designing within XD itself. Um, and one thing that the effects XD big time, and I think this is why they're trying to push it so much, but affects all the other softwares that they've uh, updated is that um, everything is integrated now. You can with an XD with XD you can open Illustrator uh, Illustrator files. You can open Photoshop files. Everything can be designed and swapped, and you can design something in XD, bring it into Illustrator, then bring it back into XD to animate it for a prototype. So, like the in everything being integrated, all the software has been integrated like that means that you're not you no longer like. Um, the creativity doesn't stop just because you're in a certain software or anything. And the one thing that was is amazing to think that they've linked uh, XD with After Effects. So if you put in all the animation plugins and all the capabilities that After Effects has to animate things, you can then make that a website. And you think, like, it, you can imagine that in two years' time when XD becomes the next Photoshop, and becomes more immersive. These animations become bigger and more real and stuff like that. It, 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 yeah, the possibility is, the possibility is that it becomes bigger than Photoshop. I mean, yeah. Well, I think the other really key thing I think with it is that up until you know a, a point sort of you know like I suppose earlier this year, one of the challenges we were designing, you're designing a thing. We talked about responsive design. We've talked about mobile first design and, and thinking about where your where is the thing you're designing going to be seen, mm. and that's a problem because ultimately what you're doing is you design a thing for a mobile and you design a thing for a desktop, and then you sort of try and work out your breakpoints in between the two and yeah. figure out where stuff's going to end up in those you know in all those various different screen configurations. But then you've got to think about TVs and you've got to think about mm. tablets and you've got to think about all these you know innumerable amount of different screens that you're thinking about. You need to design each one and everyone's separate. And then if you want to actually do the user experience, then you need to think about doing every different stage of every different version. Yeah. And then someone like me will come along and go, can we change that icon from blue to yellow? Or can we change that way it looks to something completely different? Yeah. And then you've got to go back and change every single one yeah. of those individual pages. Yet with XD, I saw someone go in and just go, change that icon, boom, and it just went, mm. changed absolutely everything on every page, you know, in like seconds. Just chain completely changed the way that you're you know the way you're prototyping and designing mm. something that's going to be used in those you know in those kind of ways you're still designing the icon you're still doing that but but this is doing that so what's new what's the what's the new stuff that um that they bring into it well you, you touched on it there one of the major things was this uh idea of responsive design all of the software now is run the like the core code of the actual software is 
uh, to do this Adobe Sensei, Adobe Sensei, which is their like auto, um, AI, uh, artificial intelligence um, engine. I don't know how it works. I don't think they know how it works, but it's... it's <laughs> I'm sure they know. <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely do. Uh, but this thing is like super clever and it's sort of... Um, any like remedial task that was taking ages is like super speeded up with the, the use of this Adobe Sensei. So stuff like responsive design, you are able to um, like give certain parameters, like you need padding around this icon, you can pin certain elements to corners. So if you go for an iPad to an iPhone on landscape, if you go for it, you can say this needs to stay in that corner, have X amount of padding and this needs, so, and it just sort of works it out for you. Obviously, after that, you might need to tweak here and there. You might need to like change the type or whatever. But this Adobe Sensei basically works it out for you. And it, and with it being AI, it's grown, it's clever, so it learns. Okay, like what what is good at the time, what trends are happening, and just sort of does it all for you. It's and, and yeah, it's amazing. So that's one. The responsive design is one of the uh, the major things, um, as well as. The responsive design sort of links in to a couple of other updates, which are the auto animate, which is again Adobe Sensei going. If you have uh, one slide and another slide, oh, like one screen and one screen, and you're on your iPhone and you click this button, and you want elements to start flying out, and then it goes to this page. Uh, you used to have to be able to animate all of the separate elements individually. So yeah, well, you'd have to use it. I mean, we always use a, uh, um, a platform called Marvel Marvel app, and that mm. would that would allow you to bring in a number of JPEGs yeah. and create an animated process between each one. So you could build a you could build a prototype out of that. Mm-hmm. But it was it was really time consuming because you had to take all the screens, you had to create all those screens separately yeah. and then import them all as static and then bring different bits in with transparencies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the idea again of not having to use a separate platform for your prototype, that's that's spot on. That, yeah. it, it's amazing. You have one, you have one screen with the element, all the elements on, and another screen with the elements off and something else, and it it, it links it together. It's that um, which ties me on to another one, which is it's called um, let me just get it uh, drag gestures. So you are li- that's with sorry that's with one click of a button you can auto animate from one screen to another. Also with one drag of a mouse you can click right that screen has to animate with this one right. or that button has to animate with so it's if you have all your artboards out on in in the project and you link from there to there or there to there prototype mode you do it and it does it for you auto animate and auto clicks to the page that you need to go to nice. which when you're showing a client is super impressive mm. yeah well that's you're ultimately you're actually finally able to show you know show a client exactly what you want mm. what your vision for this thing is instead yeah. of you don't have to worry about coding, you don't have to worry about building a, you know, we've done that before, we've built real life prototypes and stuff like that. It's a really time consuming process. Yeah. Whereas you can get, you know, as a designer, you can get your vision across on a number of different platforms mm-hmm. quite, you know, quite easily. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, I think Adobe Sensei is just sort of stopping, like I said before, the remedial task and all the time consuming tasks and just so that you could show the client your creative idea or so that the idea lives on but the creativity isn't hindered by the software often you're trying to you have something in your head that you're trying to produce and the software sort of stops you from doing that either because mm-hmm. you don't know how to do it or just because it's too time consuming I feel like this Adobe Sensei really opens the door to, to produce that sort of like that spark that idea so nice, nice. Um, and here in the uh, in the cunning plan office we have a bit of a it's a touch and go up and down relationship with, uh, with Alexa mm-hmm. um, I'm a fan I like um, I like to ask a robot to do things 
everyone else thinks it's a bit weird it's a bit too uh, you know it's a bit uh, like it's going to take over at some point and kill mm. us all but Adobe are on my side they're getting on board with Amazon they're doing some stuff around voice search what are their plans with regard to this part yeah so like you said they've uh, had a, a partnership with or they announced a partnership with uh, Adobe Echo uh, and Amazon Echo. Amazon Echo, sorry, and Amazon Echo are bringing out a screen. Um, so within XD, this is all within XD. You can design the pages, but also create them to be um, voice activated. So you can have certain buttons that are triggered by voice triggers that then do. So instead of a click of a mouse, it then can be dragged, gestured to a certain animation or a certain page. So you can then design for voice. And that is, um, you know, we're just thinking about what. What are the things that we should be thinking about in the future? Mm-hmm. That's one of those things. This is not voice assistance, personal assistance, this kind of thing. It's not going anywhere, is it? This is a thing that's here to stay. Yeah. And being able to communicate and being able to design like that, that's just another, um, like a really, really yeah. exciting way of, of adding an extra layer into the design to be able to say, yeah, we've, you know, this is built for any screen, but it's also built with the sound, you know, with the, you know, with the echoes or the, Google uh, Home Assistants or mm. uh, any of those kind of things all, all in mind. And the, and with this update as well, it's, it goes straight on your prototype, so you can actually do that for real in front yeah, of a client. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Very cool. And uh, th- there was talk that you will actually be able to design with your voice, so it'll work that way, but it'll also work the other way, so you can say page one, go to page four and stuff like that, which, again, just... You won't need a person to do that, I can just say it to the machine. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Get rid of people. No. Uh, and then the, I think one of the, the final ones, which is really big as well, they open, they've created. Um, it's called uh, Adobe X Add-ons, which is a they can you can add plugins. Uh, they've created it. They've made it to be almost open source. So these these are all. I think they're all Adobe certified developers. They're creating their own. They may be selling them. They're creating their own like I don't know menu animation or slight, like a. A slider or something, but that you can just import in, put it into your project, your own little twist to it, and then it is ready to go. Yeah. Really. So again, if you're not, you know, you're, you know, you're probably more often than not going to create that from scratch. But sometimes you just want to try out a different animation or mm. try out a different button style or something like that. Yeah. There are those things, you know, the ability to be able to create stuff and and have those plugins. It's enormously beneficial. So you're not yeah. always going to have to, you know, if you're trying to prototype something you know with a smaller budget or something like that you can be able to do that yeah using yeah, yeah. Like, like you say often or not you you more often than not you create it from scratch but I, I think these guys aren't creating like a look or a feel they're creating certain animations that go from or even like page layouts or app layouts and stuff like that so it's um, th- the fact that it's open source just means it's going to get bigger and bigger mm. and people can add whatever they want to it so if to be, I think it's, uh, it's probably like customer like the de- the demand of the customer is wh- wherever it, wherever it'll go if everyone decides that VR is the next thing Adobe X can go into VR and, and there'll be plugins for that sort of stuff so yeah it's um, a really interesting listen listening to the Max and when uh, Scott Belsky first said um, it'll be bigger than Photoshop you think really yeah. but then when you realise everything's going to have a yeah. screen everything you're going to be able to talk to it's hard to imagine isn't it it's hard to imagine it if it actually will, like, will it really ever be bigger than that? That sounds like a bit of mm. marketing hyperbole to me, but but I can, you know, the more we've talked about it, mm. the more excited I am to think, actually, do you know what? This should be a, a much more important part of our workplace. This should be something that we really do need to focus on. Yeah. And I think people out there, 
you should you know don't ignore that let that sit at the bottom of the list this is something that you know it's not it really is not just for user experience designers it's actually for any designer that's designing you know designing for web or designing for screen of any sort mm. should be looking at how they could be using this and how they could be yeah. speeding up their workflow because I think it's going to shave a lot of time off the mundane tasks that you're doing and give you more time to spend on creativity which really is what Adobe is all about isn't it it's, yeah. it's cutting down on you know wasted time yeah yeah definitely well, thank you very much, Miles. <laughs> thank you for uh, for coming along. Thank you for wearing a shirt and looking awesome. smart. And he doesn't normally look scruffy. Like he's normally, normally reasonably smart, but but just, uh, just never bearskin. Never, n- never in a shirt and never bearskin. <laughs> Mostly tracksuit trousers and <laughs> flip flops. <laughs> but no, that was really good and really interesting. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for listening or watching. Um, this has been the Cunning Plan Marketing podcast what the fox uh, if you'd like to subscribe then please feel free to do so um, you can find us on iTunes you can find us on I think we're on Stitcher now we're all over the place all over the shop so wherever you choose to consume your podcast you can find us there you can find us on YouTube um, and you can of course find us on the Cunning Plan website a cunningplan.co.uk well thank you very much for joining us see you next time <laughs> <laughs>